Are you a persuadable? Just do it over. It's like the, the intro. It's the intro. <laughs> What's the intro? No, that's you're doing it right, but you kind of oh. stumbled. It's, it's Why like, you? It's, you it's need to just back the. <laughs> f- <laughs> <laughs> you're up in here making me stop like it's a video. <laughs> yeah, director. Luis. That's like the easiest part to fix. It's the beginning. <laughs> Welcome to the Geek Freaks Podcast, episode number two, Are You a Persuadable? Uh, with me today is Luis Sanchez and Jacob Steele. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you guys? Fantastic. Good. 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 So today we're going to be talking about, uh, are you a persuadable? What your data means to you, what it means to other people, and how it's being used against us. Sure. Uh, and for us in some instances. So mm-hmm. I guess to get it going, I, what... How much of your data is out in the world, and what does that mean to you? Oh, God, way too much. <laughs> Literally all my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, 90% of what I do is online, right? So my world exists on the internet. So my data is everywhere, absolutely everywhere. So I don't have any, the only social media I have, well, I can't say any, I have Twitter, and then I have LinkedIn. Right. I don't have Facebook, I don't have Instagram, I don't have any of that. Um, I'm not very active on any of it outside of like, yeah, like yeah. you, you guys doing marketing stuff, but, uh, I'm, yeah, I don't know. It's wild <laughs> to think. I have a slight obsession with social media. <laughs> like if a new social media app comes out, I literally like download it right away. See what it's about. <laughs> hit but, that terms of service. Say yeah. Yep. Oh, I don't, I don't pay attention to the terms at all. <laughs> I need to every time I install something, but I'm sure like 90% of America doesn't either. Go, go obviously to, go to the end and click. Okay. So it just yep. pushes you through yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But no, I mean, social media has been out since what? 2009, right? 2008. It really popped Facebook. MySpace was I before. Yeah, I, was gonna say MySpace I had MySpace when I was like 10, 11. And then ever since then, I'm 24 now. I still use social media literally. I thought you were going to say MySpace. I still use MySpace. No, no, no. That's dead. <laughs> that's RIP. I would say, I mean, social media in its most popular form has been out since probably 2009. Uh, I mean, Facebook was around when I was in high school. So 2004-ish. It was around, but not everybody right, could use it. Yeah. But you go back further, even AOL. Right. That was social. Like there yeah. was a social aspect to, to yeah the chat was, rooms. Yeah, chat rooms. Oh, you could boy. build your own little web pages <laughs> and stuff. So it was it had a social aspect. Your really profile. Did. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the mass social media has been around for a lot less time, but your data has been around for forever. Right. Yeah. It's been. Yeah. It's been. So I guess now the 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 thing that drove this topic was the documentary the the greatest hack that's on netflix Mm -hmm. and i watched it and the only thing that i could think of as we went through this is how instead of being recognized as people we're all kind of like sheep and we follow what we're being shown or told yep and it's wild it's wild to think that entire countries can be swayed based on the profile that they build off of us on our social media. Like we yeah. give that much information up that they can say, well, you know, so-and-so's this way and so-and-so's that way. Like they're, they essentially build a, a profile or personality profile based on like, oh, I love The Walking Dead or I love candy or yeah. whatever the case is. It's just yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, it's uh, to think that we can be boiled down to an algorithm, right? It's just we are just numbers. That's wild. Ultimately, yeah. 
and your numbers can be changed. And it's, so like when Facebook first came out, everybody was like, oh, it's awesome. We love it. We're going to use it. I used it for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And then I realized like, no, I don't really give a shit about (laughs) other people's stuff. Sure. I got off it. I'm I'm not like happier about like, it didn't make me a better person. I just don't know what's going on with people that I, you know, grew up with or went to high school with. But I also like the aspect of now being able to have a conversation with people. Yeah. Yeah. It it is a way to connect, but I think initially what really kind of like hit home with a lot of, especially my generation, like I'm 24, but like when social media became a thing, I feel like a lot of kids were like, I mean, everyone kind of has this slight desire for fame almost. (laughs) getting the most likes even popularity in school is like you know who wants to be the most popular Mm -hmm. i think social media like really really hit home with a lot of our generation in that case like people just want to show off and you know live their best lives and kind of prove to people that they're awesome (laughs) it's it's just that's the initial thing i mean now we use it to connect way more but i mean yeah i mean i use it as a glorified chat program at this point yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll post a couple of pictures here and there when football season comes, my Facebook turns into a giant rant page. But for the most part, I just <laughs> talk to people on it. That's all I do anymore. Really? I, yeah. So it, it, it's a, it's definitely a generational divide. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're very close to the same generation, but there's a difference in the way we look at it. So mm-hmm. I look at it more as a tool where some people use it as literally like it's a life replacement. It's all about the clout, man. Yeah. Do yeah. anything for clout. Yeah. It's like a life replacement almost. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember watching that happen and going, this is weird. It's very strange. I don't I don't look at social media. So Instagram, right? I have an Instagram. I love Instagram. Yeah. And I've posted a couple things on there. You We're friends on Instagram. Or you follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I posted a couple things, but I don't, like, that's not the first thing in my mind at all. But for so many people, it is. Yeah. When's definitely. the last time you had a, went to dinner with a group of people and nobody pulled out their phone and started jumping on Facebook? <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, well, and then that's, I mean, that's kind of the, the, the polarization of it, right? So you have me who doesn't really give a shit about any of it. Mm-hmm. And then you have Luis who loves every aspect of it. Yeah. And I think it's, to me, what is frightening about this whole thing and watching this whole documentary is like my small children now have to deal with this data being built on them that we have no access to. Like yeah. you can't call Google and be like, what do you have on me? Nope. And then, you know, we were talking about it before is that so Google, Facebook are arguably the biggest companies in the world and they don't sell anything nope. but advertisements. So nope. we essentially are the product. And as Facebook makes more acquisitions of WhatsApp and Instagram and that's parsing all that data. So now mm-hmm. your personal conversations on some level, I mean, they even admitted to that, that, right. uh, your personal chats Private messages yeah, are being were scraped in the Cambridge thing. And it's like, this yeah. is, but I guess what is privacy anymore? It doesn't exist. No, it right. doesn't. It doesn't. It's impossible to have pure actual real privacy anymore. Even if you're not on social media, you're being right. monitored. Your locations on for most people too. Like yeah. they know if you have you a are, cell they know phone. what you're doing. They know what you yeah. did for lunch at 12. <laughs> yep. Like there's no, yep. there's zero privacy. Unless you were born in the Hills Never went into the mainland, never had a phone. Even then, somebody if, knows if something someone tags you. you on something, on some social media post or something, they know. They know yeah. where you are. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, there's still way, even if you're not on social media, there's still ways to track yeah. you. Yeah. So it's, crazy. It's nuts. My wife sent me a, um, a link to her Instagram, an Instagram post to her and my two kids. And it mm-hmm. said, blonde female, two children, and the metadata of the picture. Yep. And she didn't type that in. 
That's <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's wild to think that like that's where we're at. Like people are. You, you look at the like the world as a whole. AI is a huge thing. What we're doing with automation, what we're doing with robots, what we're doing with algorithms. Mm-hmm. It's not just to help us. It's to replace us on some level because they're learning. Like, I mean, you can to go back to the topic of are you a persuadable? If you have an Amazon Alexa or a Google Home or any of that shit, you're being monitored on some level like mm-hmm. they they admitted to that they grab snippets of just casual conversation with 10 or 20 keywords absolutely they, that's so crazy absolutely i mean from since 9 11 um with the patriot act there's been multiple taps on phone systems in general just looking for keywords think about that like since 2001 they've been listening to phone conversations and looking for keywords, words that I'm not going to say right now because they're listening. I mean, this will hit the internet. This will be out there and somebody may monitor it. Somebody may pull that, right? So you think about it, that's been happening for almost 20 years. And it's wild. It's wild social media to think that you can casually be like, oh, I like that picture of your kids. Like, and now that becomes a part of, you know, Cambridge is now they were a $50 million company or whatever the case yep. was. And now Cambridge they're Analytica. Yeah. yeah. Now they're gone uh, bankrupt. Yeah. They don't exist. And in that, it's pretty eye opening. I was just saying this to Louise too. It's, it's crazy to think that their whole slogan and the whole reason they existed, you know, uh, without getting political, Steve Bannon was the vice president and the co-creator of it. His whole thing was that you have to tear the world down to rebuild it in your image. Yep. And that's, essentially what they if you watch when you watch the documentary that's what they attempted to do and Mm -hmm. they were very successful at it because extremely of all the stuff that we've given them yeah right like they know that you like the walking dead and that you're a persuadable so they're going to show you certain types of ads during the walking dead Mm -hmm. because they built up like that's i get it that in some level it's target marketing right but it's now being used yeah. It's like weaponized yeah. without right because I mean even conspiracy for just irregular marketing, just like tracking analytics and stuff. It's not it doesn't compare to the power of like just having all the powerhouses like meet up, <laughs> like and all the YouTube people, all the Google people get in a room and they really really try to um, see like grab all the data and what Cambridge Analytica was doing was they would get all the analytics. They would get all their, you know, tap into like messages and stuff. And then they would release propaganda. It's straight up. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. They would release propaganda to those persuadables and persuadables are just people that just, um, don't really have a stance stance. They can be persuaded one way or another. And a lot of these persuadables usually live in swing States. (laughs) So what they, I mean, that's the most important thing during during elections are the swing states. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So if you can persuade people by, like, knowing that they like certain things, they, and then just release propaganda to them, uh, you know, for opposing parties, like, you know, negative stuff about, like, whatever party, then obviously they'll Their believe opponent it. opponent or opposition, yeah. They will yeah. believe it because fake news is a thing. It's just, like, it's so easy to grab information from social media specifically because Facebook was a big deal with this whole Cambridge Analytica yeah. thing. They got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well then, so then the other side of the coin is like, I'm not, you're, you're just a few years younger than me, a couple yeah, years younger than me. So younger. I'm not, I'm not the type that sees an image and is like, I want that. Nope. Like it's a lot of headphones. Uh, I looked, I, I researched scales like, um, 
Fitbit scales and w- other types of scales right. because I wanted to, to like know which weight scales. Yeah. Like oh. stand on <laughs> because I want it to be automatically right, logged. Right, right. So I don't have to yeah. see it, blah, blah, blah. All this. I spent probably three months doing that. Oh. Right. So you can show me a picture mm-hmm. like, yeah. or it doesn't mean shit to me where I think it's very, that in itself is very opposite too. like your generation, Luis, and I'm not picking on you, but I am kind of, and then like I'm my parent, our parents generation, because they took everything as face value. You yeah. are who you are. This is this must be true because I'm seeing it within my eyes, like right. with my own eyes. Right. So this has to be it. Yeah. And then your generation, again, no offense, is the same, kind of the same way. Like, it's the internet, baby. It's got to be true. This has to be real. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of people don't want to put in the effort to do the research because, again, now even in my, like, to back that kind of kick my own statement in the ass, is even then you're probably reading false information in some form yeah. or fashion. Yeah, unless you unless you diversify your information sources, you never know what's true anymore. I mean, that's the thing. Our our parents' generation, yeah, they had basically one information source, so they had to believe it. Like you could watch TV, but how many channels did they have to watch? Local yeah. news. I mean, there's there was one or two world news sources out there, and that was it. Now we have thousands of channels. We have the internet. We have the means to do it. But the thing is that people get very accustomed to looking at one source and never moving away from that source. I do the same thing you do when it's products, when I'm going to buy something. I don't just, oh, that's a cool picture. I really like how that looks. Oh, my gosh. I love ads. (laughs) If you get even packaging, if I, like, go down the aisle and I see, like, a product that has really good packaging or that was advertised online or I see it on my Instagram, I'm like, huh, that seems pretty cool. But do you think that that you're affected that way or you're drawn to that because of your, your personality is more creative, right? So right, you're, yeah, yeah. you're always looking at design and colors yeah, and yeah. That, that kind of stuff. That might be more, so, I don't know, that could play I think into it's it a more, lot. I think it's more to do with emotion, like especially with my generation. I don't want to like categorize all of us, but a lot of us do react with emotion first. Yeah. So if you can, if there's something that kind of like strikes you emotionally or like, even makes you mad or something like it really sticks. <laughs> so like a lot of the the way that stuff is advertised nowadays is really striking an like an emotion through someone. Shoot. So like if whether it makes you mad or makes you happy, makes you sad, like yeah, it, to it use really, a yeah, sorry, what? to use a common term now, it triggers you, right? Yeah, so no, it yeah, triggers definitely. something. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, that's exactly. it. It, it. It keys to what ex- is something you're looking for. Right. <laughs> well, I think that's the whole idea, right? We even yeah. do it in our industry. Mm-hmm. If a customer, if a potential customer calls us and they right. want to talk to me about sales, it's because they're, there's an emotion tied to it. Mm-hmm. And I have very, I have a very small window to attach myself to that emotion. So if I say, hey, if you call me and you're like, ah, my IT guy sucks and I want to go to somebody else, I have to do this now. I have to, I have to push down up the hill right now because if I don't, Tomorrow's a new day. Yep. And if any form of marketing uh, is emotionally driven, great marketing is emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is when you're bombarded with it, those emotions are raw and pure and they're consistent and they're mm-hmm. constant. And yeah. it's crazy. And I think that we all knew, like go to go back to your point earlier, Jacob, is we all knew this was going on. Oh, yeah. For years. And we never thought it was an issue. And nope. I think a lot of people still to this day don't think it's an issue. I, I've i always thought it was a little weird. That's why I got off it. But there's nothing we can do about it. Nope. To be honest with you. No, yeah. not, not a thing. 
we all kind of agree to give our information when we sign up for these applications or programs or like when we download anything or it's just (laughs) yeah i mean in facebook google they know everything right they Mm -hmm. absolutely do there's no answer buttons they know everything about us even if you don't have a google account google knows about you that's just long and short of it but that's not different than what's been going on forever with our even just our own government for instance the nsa knows everything about us too there's no sense. And, and so it, it, at some point, it's like a concession. But like, well, I mean, that's okay. when we got to realize, because there is, after this documentary specifically, too, there is a big movement to, uh, you know, data is human rights. Yeah. Like, we should see data as property. Oh, I agree. Property. Yeah. So I think there is a big movement in trying to, like, fix that, because we can't just do nothing about it. You know? So do you, do you, Umkano, do you think that, um, companies have a responsibility with our data. So if they are hacked or they something does happen, there should be maybe stricter penalties or you know more more done to protect us as the free end I mean essentially it's a free product but mm-hmm. we should be protected in some form or fashion. Yeah, and, no, and definitely everyone should be held liable and Facebook specifically owns all our stuff. Like they they have it. They can't really release it to people, but the way that Cambridge Analytica way went around that was that they would just use the platform, like just to like skew people. They wouldn't really like they can they can get into the the whole legality with it was just like they were they were really going in. Yeah, <laughs> they they so lied that they they didn't um, go into messages and that they didn't save certain data and it was just a whole issue and Facebook just didn't, the Mark Zuckerberg didn't or denied a lot of it. And it was, yeah, it was crazy. So at the end of it, they it was in the beginning. The professor asked everybody, do you think your phone's listening to you? Right. And he's smarter than like our tinfoil conspiracy. Right. And he sure. was like, it's not listening to you. It's targeted based on what everything gathers about you. Right, right. Because we have to understand that too, is, is if you're using Chrome to search mm-hmm. for things and you're using Gmail to order things and you're using Gchat to talk to your wife or friends and you're mm-hmm. using, that's all being Everything. harvested. Yeah. Every bit of it. So I guess, do you, do you think that our phones do listen to our conversation? I know that they all have access to your microphone, so if you have Messenger or something turned on, it can use your your contacts and messaging and all that other microphone stuff. But do you think that's a true thing or do you think it's more targeted? I 100% think it's true. I don't think that there's necessarily a person 100, you know, 24-7 on the other side. Just listening to, like to Louise. Listening stuff. But I think there's a certain algorithm that, dis- that does pick up on certain, like, cues. Yeah. Because, I mean, have you guys ever just scrolled through social media and then just found an ad that had something to do with what you were talking about that day? <laughs> yeah. So that literally blows my mind and it happens all the time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it listens for keywords. I, I'd be very mm-hmm. surprised if your, if your microphone does not listen for at least keywords. I'd be very, very surprised to find out right. that's not a thing. That's wild to think it, about. It uses very little energy. It requires very little processing. I mean, any phone should be doing that. If I was if I was Facebook, if I was Google, and that's how I made my money, I'd be doing that. Well, how many apps are you using oh that God. have the little window? Well, I mean, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> they have the little window that pops up. Would you like your phone to use, or do you, would you like this mm-hmm. app to use your microphone? Mm-hmm. That's when you just give up all your data, all Absolutely. your privacy, everything. It's just Absolutely. those those little terms and liabilities and stuff. It's yeah. just insane. I mean, Facebook. You have Facebook on your phone. 
they have everything. That has that literally has that has permission because yeah. you give them access to your contacts. Like yep. so, if I, yeah, right. So if yeah. it will go through my Office 365 account and pull contact information, yep. out. it's wild. Mm-hmm. These are people that you might want to connect with. In okay. The, in the documentary, the um, Kaiser, which is one of the the people that, or she she worked for um, Cambridge Analytica, and then mm-hmm. kind of just was a in, in a sense like a whistleblower, and she kind of ex- explained like how she found like a bunch of like emails and stuff of the previous like meetings and stuff and just like showed it all to the public. But like she was saying how it la- this documentary was made this year, 2019, but last year data surpassed like it's worth um, from like the oil like mm-hmm. industry, like data is mm-hmm. worth more than the oil industry. Absolutely. Now it's insane. Absolutely. It's and that's insane. why they're the biggest companies in the world. Yeah. That's yeah. Why, yeah. That's why Google, Amazon, Facebook, Apple, like that's, yeah. it's just all the big tech is gonna rule the world. <laughs> oh, <it does. laughs> Before it we does. get out it of does. here, I think it's wild too that, and we, we gave one away at a conference, those Facebook TV robot things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. The in, portals, yeah, in yeah, your house, Facebook yeah. portal, yeah, it follows you. Yeah, well, that's cool. It's gonna <laughs> like, be there in my kitchen. Okay, and it's it's actually just one more thing. So that whole that concept, I was messing around with a drone yesterday, and it can literally follow. It can detect an object and follow it based off the shape and the size of the object. Yeah, like, think crazy. about that. That's just that's just a thing that, in the sky. It's drones like, in itself is like a whole yeah. other. Yeah, crazy it's, all, it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but like, that doesn't even have the same processing power as our phones. Right. Right. That's wild. And then the government just got approval to do high altitude balloons in yep. our orbit to yep. have better domestic surveillance. Yikes! Yeah, dude, that's tinfoil stuff for there. I don't. We don't have enough time. <laughs> okay. But yeah, uh, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks Absolutely. for your time. Um, thanks no for problem. listening to the Geek Freaks podcast. Make sure to subscribe and tune in next week for next week's episode. The technology has technology changed the way we communicate. So Ooh. thank you again. Uh, have a good day. <laughs>